0: Welcome to the Packer Mentality Podcast, the place for fans who want to stay up to date on all the latest news, analysis, and insights. I'm your host, Patrick Corrigan, and I'm thrilled to be here to talk about the Packers. From Lombardi to LeFleur, you can now find me in more places. Packer Mentality is now on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. And on social media, on Twitter and Instagram, all at Packer Mentality. Regardless of where you found me, thank you for being here. We're going to talk today about why the experts have low expectations for the Packers and how Green Bay hopes to prove them wrong. But before we get into that, let's recap a few news items that have come up since my last episode. So, What's happened over the last few weeks? Packers and Green Bay were awarded the 2025 NFL Draft, which is awesome news. Most reactions were positive. I've been to the last two drafts in Las Vegas and Kansas City, and I have a theory or a message for the few people who aren't excited about the draft coming to Green Bay and have openly expressed their displeasure. Mm. Those people are are in one of two groups. You either just don't like the Packers, which, if you're a Vikings, Bears, or Lions fan, I'll excuse you. Or, you're not a true football fan. You might be a member of of the media, but you are not really a true football fan. Other news, Packers had... Rookie and voluntary camps, turnout was excellent. I believe the numbers were 83 of the 90 players on the active roster did turn out in some form for those voluntary workouts. For the mandatory mini camps, I believe only one or two players weren't there and they were excused for whatever reason. There were no real signings over the last few weeks so let's get into it number one on the list of things that the packers are gonna have to overcome this season is the obvious one aaron Rodgers is now in new york and jordan love will be taking over as the starter now for 14 of the last 15 years ben I was very happy with Aaron Rodgers as the starter. That changed last season. And if you've seen any or read any of the interviews with Aaron Rodgers over the last few weeks, you can see from his mindset that he was not committed to the Packers. Uh, He was unhappy and definitely was resentful towards Brian Gudekuntz. He had Lost Devontae Adams, and coming into last season, he had three new wide receivers that needed his help, and he did not give it to them. He did the bare minimum in the offseason, and it showed, and honestly, yeah, I've I'm in the camp that kind of wishes if we could go back in time, we'd have traded him a year ago. But it is what it is. So Jordan Love is taking over. And he is doing what you want to see. He has been at all the optional and all the mandatory camps. He is showing great progress. And he has shown progress over the last couple of years as the backup. And... Players, His teammates and coaches have noticed that he has made great improvements and coming into the season has made a big leap forward. Obviously, we're going to need to see it on the field, but he's doing everything he needs to do to be successful. I also like that along with the Packers camps and workouts, he is also getting together on his own time uh, and working out and throwing to uh, Aaron Jones, Romeo Dobbs, and a few other players uh, on his own. like to see that. Packers, for their part, to help Jordan Love, they're providing him as solid a supporting cast as they can. And one way to do that is to have a solid and healthy offensive line, and the Packers have that. It was one of the better offensive lines last season, uh, despite missing David Bakhtiari for a little bit, and both he and Elton Jenkins were coming off of injuries. Elton Jenkins was obviously a little bit rusty coming back, but by the end of the season, the second half of the season, he looked more like himself. And this offensive line should be one of the top offensive lines in the league. Jordan Love will also have, lining up next to him in the backfield, two solid and probably the best one-two punch in the NFL at running back. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, these guys, they're veterans. Uh, They're great running the ball. They're great catching the ball. That's what you want next to a young quarterback so you've got solid offensive line you've got good and veteran running backs helping him out and he's going to have a lot of speed at wide receiver and tight end and we'll talk about this in, in a minute but if you can give him time and the guys out there running routes have freaky athletic ability and speed things can happen. Packers also have the best field flipper in the game. Keyshawn Nixon, any punt return, any kickoff return, at any time he can break off a big one, put the Packers in great field position, and take the pressure off of the offense. And last but not least, Matt Lafleur. This offensive scheme We've seen it in San Francisco, Same, basically the same offensive scheme. Backup quarterback, won a bunch of games and took them deep into the playoffs. Jordan Love is not Mr. Irrelevant. He's a first-round pick. With a good play caller like Matt LaFleur, he should be all right. Number two on the list of possible obstacles for this team. A lack of experience at wide receiver and tight end. Well, last season, we had more experience at wide receiver and tight end. Didn't really equate to success on the offense. I think being familiar with your wide receivers definitely is an advantage, Uh, but with this group, as I mentioned, they are all faster than probably the fastest group of wide receivers and tight ends this team's had in a long, long time. Uh, wide receivers are all faster uh, than they've had in the last few years, and the rookie tight ends are way more athletic and faster than, whew, I don't know, Do you think you might go back to Jermichael Finley to even come close to one of them, To any one tight end, being able to stay on the field with them. And the Packers have some faith in them. They are going to let these guys play. They did not bring in any big or veteran free agents. Those guys were just going to take away snaps, and from the group that was available, probably wasn't going to bring a big benefit to this team. Number three, who's playing safety? Is there a starter in the group? Well, we know where one starter is, that's going to be Darnell Savage. The other position is a question mark. Could it be Rudy Ford, Tavarius Moore, Jonathan Owens? Uh, All those guys have starting experience and we'll see what happens. But I think what they're hoping for is the rest of the defense, especially the defensive line, the edge rushers, are going to put enough pressure on opposing quarterbacks to help out the backfield. And you do have really solid players at the corners. Number four, lack of experience at defensive line. Packers did lose two players who... Took a lot of snaps last season, but I don't think, as far as productivity, it's a big loss. They will be replaced by a first-round pick in Devontae Wyatt and TJ Slayton. Packers also drafted a few players to come in and develop and probably will also take a lot of snaps, starting with first-round draft pick Lucas Van Ness. He's an edge player, but he can also slide down inside. He did it at Iowa. He is big enough. He is strong enough. And he's got some crazy athletic ability to be a problem inside. They also drafted Colby Wooden, who can play inside and outside, and also Carl Brooks, who has the body of a defensive lineman, but has crazy pass rushing ability. Uh, He has all the tools, all the arsenal, all the moves to rush from the outside or play inside. Very exciting to see how he develops along with Colby Wooden and Lucas Van Ness, but Packers have enough talent and enough bodies inside to make up for losing two veterans. Number five, Joe Barry. I think this is the season for Joe Barry to show what he can do. He has eight first-round picks that he can put on the field all at the same time. And if you cannot win with eight first-round picks that were drafted by Green Bay and have developed by Green Bay that he has had the last couple years, You can't win with those guys on the field and be a top 10 defense. Probably will need to move on from Joe Barry. But he's going to have those guys on the field. Hopefully he will put them in the position to succeed. Play to their strengths. And learn from the mistakes he's made in the past couple years. These are five big question marks for this Packers team. But. There are answers, hopefully, for all those questions. It's going to require some good coaching. Uh, Guys are going to have to step up. These rookies, at least a few of them, are going to have to play and have to not be terrible. They can be okay in a lot of cases. That should be enough. And obviously... Jordan Love, we're going to find out what he's made of. We are just over two weeks away from the start of the season. I'll be back next week and the week after with more episodes. Once training camp starts, I will have two episodes a week. That is my commitment to you. In the meantime, please be safe. It's 4th of July. Have a very safe 4th of July. And as always... Go Pack Go!